TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. It's been a while since I spoke to you. I've missed you. Um, I've had some uh, people reach out to me and kind of ask what's going on. I appreciate it. I'm still around. Uh, you know, I haven't been able to be on The Outsider's Edge or Head Trauma, but, you know, I'm still around. I try to make bandwagon nerds and the three-man weave when I can. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's your boy. Uh, lots been going on. And uh, don't want to hold you guys too much, but I got a few things that I just could not wait to get off my chest. Um, first and foremost, wherever you're listening, thank you for listening to the Chairshot uh, Radio Network, Chairshot at Chairshot Media. Of course, I'm at It's Ray Cash, R-A-Y-S and Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot and buy some of that good merch we got. Let's get into it. First and foremost, uh, welcome back fans to the wwe and quite frankly to all of professional wrestling because AEW had their first couple shows with fans as well it's been a very 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 fun couple of weeks professional wrestling and uh the first two shows of AEW had been so fun with the crowd miami was great i missed the austin show um but i have a dvr and i'm going to catch up on it um, I had tickets to the very first Raw, SmackDown back here, back for uh, WWE with fans in Houston. And let me tell you, all you people talking about there was pipe chance, bruh. Maybe the TV changed it. It was loud as hell in the Toyota Center. It wasn't shit piped. I don't know what y'all heard. I don't know what y'all think y'all heard. And for some of y'all, I don't know what narrative you're trying to spin. It was loud anyway um man smackdown was fantastic money in the bank was fantastic raw was really good i want to touch on raw real quick because uh there are a couple of things that happened on raw (laughs) that only because it's raw y'all upset about first and foremost Let's get the big one out the way. Bill Goldberg is back, and I'm not happy about it either. I am not a Goldberg hater. I actually appreciate what he brings to the table. I appreciate kind of his star power and the fact that he could, he's almost, it should be the other way around, but since this is the guy that we know more recently, he's almost Jericho-esque and that he could lose 20 times and still not lose his heat. That's how over he is based on what he did 20, however many years ago. Nonetheless, I am not happy that Goldberg is back in the spot he's back. That's the difference between me and you guys. You guys want Goldberg to go off into the oblivion or ride off into the sunset. No, I appreciate Goldberg coming back and what he does for the company. He's a draw. People still care about the guy. People are still interested in him. 
yes, people, the IWC has convinced themselves that nobody else cares about wrestling but them. Nobody else ingests or watches wrestling other than IWC, but we still have to realize that we are just a small group, growing, but a smaller minority of all wrestling fans. Goldberg is over with that bigger majority. It just is what it is. You ain't got to like it to understand that it's real. Now, my qualm, as I mentioned, was the fact that Mr. Goldberg continues to get put into championship opportunities. That's my problem. I I'm, I have no problem with him coming back. I'd like to see him come back and do a one-off with Matt Riddle because they got real they got real beef that could be fun to uh, to watch. I I pitched um, last year, I believe, or year before, a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam match between Goldberg and Randy Orton. How fun could that be? You know, like there were so many stories there that could be told. The best Goldberg has been used outside of the Lesnar feud was when he came back to fight Dolph Ziggler. That is what he should be doing. That's exactly what he should be doing. So for him to go after Bobby Lashley, it's only going to build Bobby Lashley up. To, I know this, the, this world and this society has decided that facts don't matter if my feelings feel differently than the facts. So we've convinced ourselves, and I say we as IWC, we've convinced ourselves that beating Goldberg isn't an accomplishment because he's not wrestling every day or every week. I, but in the same breath, y'all say that when Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky lost to Sting, oh, that was, that was, they were put over though because they were in the same presence. It's, you can't have it either way. And I know they're totally different situations and they're used totally. I get it. I totally understand it. But the facts are until the end of time, Goldberg will still be one of the most dominant people to ever lace up boots. A win against him, even at 55, is still a big deal for people. Still is. And him and Drew had a very good match the last time for, for Goldberg, granted. The last time Goldberg wrestled. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be good cannon fodder for Lashley. A good way to kind of build up his resume. I didn't want it, but you know what? We're here. Um, I guess I'm also beholden to speak about the Keithley situation. Let me say I love me some Keithley. Love the guy. Uh, fell in love with him on the Indies. I had the pleasure of seeing him at Ring of, at rest at Reality of Wrestling here in Houston. And I full disclosure because I'm very proud to say how stupid I was. But all I could all I could obsess about when it came out was how big the dude was, and not big in like a Booker T as he would say, "You jacked, baby," but big in like a, this man needs a shirt on. And he proceeded to do things I have never seen a man his size do. And I shut the fuck up. And I learned very quickly that as much as cosmetics and size does matter in this industry, sometimes you have somebody it doesn't matter for. And Keith Lee is that guy. And he's continued to show that in his career. I'm very happy he's back. I don't know what was wrong. I hope my man is healthy. I hope nothing major was going on with him. Um, at least not enough to be a real thing. Um, but nonetheless, he was gone. He's back. And I want to speak to y'all about one situation. Forget the Goldberg situation in general, but just, let's just look at this analytically. 
we have to understand that last night's Raw, just like Friday night's SmackDown, is not just another episode of SmackDown or Raw. This Raw was akin to the Raw after WrestleMania. This Raw could be looked at, should be looked at, will be looked at as the biggest Raw of the year. Look at things in perspective, okay? The WWE, wrestling in general, is built around interaction of fans. That is the entire point of the of the genre, is interaction of fans. They just came off 18 months where they had no fans. They were unable to have fans because we've had a global pandemic, the worst one we've had since the early 1900s. Okay, so these are the first shows back. They put out all the stops. So a lot of y'all are saying, well, you could have just let Keith Lee just beat a jobber. You don't do that on these big shows. Returns matter. You can do that next week. But the return matters. And you know what? I'm going to piss y'all off. The return in the moment mattered much more than the damn win and loss. Yes, I know y'all hate it when I say this, and you know what? We can disagree. Greg DeMarco got the best, the head honcho here has the best take I've heard on it, and I still disagree with him, but he has the best take I've heard on it. Wins and losses don't matter until they do. I don't think they matter at all. Let me explain that for a minute. Because some of you will say, well, how can wins, if wins and losses don't matter, then what's the point in the story? The point is that this is an openly scripted form of entertainment with that they don't they don't they don't hide it they talk about real life things they 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 admit that their own performers are using stage names in the context of the show it is very well openly known and and, and admitted in the context of of kayfabe of the show that it is scripted it is not real the the movements the the bumps everything in that ring is real but everything outside of it is not. This is not a secret. This is very openly known. So, knowing that, one person picks and chooses who wins and who loses. There is no merit in anything in professional wrestling. One person decides who's going to win. One person decides who's going to lose. That's it. Other people may come and give them ideas, but ultimately one person picks and chooses who wins and who loses. How can that matter? That's why the story matters. And let me give you a perfect example. People can get more over in losing than winning. How does that mean that wins and losses matter? People people who win all the time, I'll, I'll cite you, Aleister Black win a year and a half undefeated on the main roster and didn't get a title shot because the wins didn't matter. A win over a champion or a win over a top tier superstar is looked at as the same as a win over a jobber. Wins and losses don't matter. They don't matter. All that matters is the story you're telling. And if the story calls for a person to lose, cool. The only reason the loss, the only reason the loss even is involved in the situation or the win for that example is to further the story. No different than, uh, than a exposition on a TV show. It's the same thing. So, with that being said, Keith Lee is not buried, people. 
Keith Lee is not buried. Keith Lee is fine. In fact, the fact that they put him in that position, if nothing else, shows how much he matters. They could have brought anybody out for that. Mind you, this was a the the world the WWE champion calling out an open challenge on the biggest Raw of the year. Yeah. He's not buried. Y'all want him to be. Because y'all want to say, ha ha, Vince did it again. No. Vince, lo- Vince likes that dude, man. Clearly he does. Y'all forget his first match on the main roster, he beat Randy Orton clean. But no. Vince hates him because he changed the music and made him put on a shirt. Okay. Believe what you want. Which leads me to kind of the part that I've been dreading talking about because I've been trying to figure out how to, how to talk about this for months. But the Karrion Cross rhetoric has to stop. It's, it's got to go. Basura. Trash. It's got to go. And I'm not talking about him, the performer, or him, the guy. I'm talking about y'all's opinions. I have no qualms with anybody not liking the dude because he doesn't do anything for you on, as a character. Man, some of the reasoning and the rhetoric behind this is, is ridiculous. Yes, there is no question that Scarlet Bordeaux is a star. Absolutely. But let's, I'm an NXT stan. Let's look at this analytically. What does Scarlett actually do? She doesn't do anything during the matches. She just stands there and looks. And the entrance, she comes out. Cool. The entrance is mesmerizing with her. Without her, yeah, it is pretty plain. I give her that. But she doesn't talk for him. The few things she's done was when he first started was she would be the angel of death and bring down the uh, hourglass. But ultimately, this is not a Zelina Vega Andrade situation. This is not a Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, or Brock Lesnar situation. This is not even a Robert Stone, a Leah, Jessica Mia type of situation. She is literally his valet. Not his manager. Not his advocate. She's his valet. I understand. She's still probably just as interesting doing nothing or standing there. I give you that all day long. But to act like Karen Cross is a nobody because she overshadows him. Y'all looking for something, man. Y'all looking for reasons not to like the dude. I remember when the dude got signed, everybody wanted to see the guy run with it. First time we saw his interest, everybody was mesmerized. What happened? To why we hate him. The dude wrestles good matches. It's not like he's it's not like he's terrible. It's not like he's bad. It's not even it's not even like he's average. He's wrestling very good matches. He's just miscast. On the work rate company, everybody he's fought, everybody, Pete Dunne, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, Judge Gargano, every, even the Keith Lee match. Keith Lee is a is a work rate big man. They don't wrestle the type of style he wrestles. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna look better than he looks until he bludgeons them. What I don't what what's the problem? I'm I'm lost. I, I don't understand where the hate comes from. And yes, let's get to this crazy loss. It's a stupid loss. It's a dumb loss. I'm with you 100%, y'all. The fact that Karrion lost to Jeff Hardy is stupid. But ultimately, the wins and losses don't matter. Let me tell you why the wins and losses don't matter. 
What are we talking about? The guy losing, not the guy winning. Who got the interview after the match? The guy who lost. What did the guy say after the match? Jeff Hardy made the biggest mistake of his life. It's an angle, y'all. It's an angle. Now, look, I'm not educated enough with the backstage situations to, to know if this is a shot from Vince to NXT or whatever because I've read articles or reports saying that it is, saying that people feel like he's trying to make a point. I don't know. I can't speak to that. If you believe that, have at it. I don't know. All I know is we've asked and begged for Jeff Hardy to be pushed regularly to get wins. The man loses on main event to anybody. Hell, he lost to Karrion Cross on the main event when he was when he was kind of getting the tryouts. We we're screaming, Jeff Hardy, go to AEW. He's been un, underutilized. Jeff Hardy comes back. Again, on the biggest Raw of the year, with the music we've been begging for him to have, and he re- he stipulated in his resigning with the company. No more words. And beats the man uncharacteristically with, with cheating, if you will. Something Jeff Hardy's not known for. And y'all think that's it? Boom, ha, 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 Vince laughed, Vince gets, got one over on him again. There is more to the story, and I understand y'all don't want to wait. We're in microwave society, and more than that, even if we're not, y'all just don't like it. That's fine. Stay the fuck off Twitter then. Because I don't want to see nonsensical, ridiculous retorts and arguments that have no basis of fact or sense in them just because you mad. And you make trying to make a hot take. Take some time to really formulate an opinion and really look at the situation. Feel how you want to feel. Have no qualms with that. No matter how stupid your opinion may be to me, because I'm sure mine is stupid to a lot of y'all. That's fine. I have no qualms with that. But when you decide to open your mouth and and put it in the ethos as I'm doing here, which you uh, uh, invite criticism, I I completely. Opened up. I'm open to criticism myself. I've dealt with it for eleven the eleven years I've been doing this. But I, you, I, I dare you to find a person that even if they disagree with me vehemently, even if they hate me, they cannot tell you that at least I, I put some forethought to my opinions. I don't just spit hot takes for the sake of hot takes. And I'm riding with Karrion Cross, and he's gonna prove everybody wrong. I think the dude is fantastic. I think the dude is amazing. I think the dude is mad underrated. And I think the dude is playing a role that you guys, that you guys need him to play. Everybody talks about how Adam Cole owned him on the mic. Johnny Gargano owned him on the mic. Finn Balor owned him on the mic. What happened in the match? He beat they ass. He didn't win. He beat they ass. Y'all don't mention that though when y'all talk about all that stuff though. But Adam Cole said this. Ooh. Yeah, Adam Cole got his ass beat multiple times. So that is what it is. I'm gonna take a break. I know we got to put a commercial in here and uh, gonna come back with uh, a few more thoughts before we get out of here. But uh, this is the Chairshot Radio Network at thechairshot.com. 
always use your head thanks for rocking with me be right back promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services use the promo code chairshot to save 10 percent that's angrylemonade.net are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always Almost use your head. I had to take the night to think about this, man. I'm not a fan of the gimmick. I'm not a fan of the ridiculousness, the camp of it. I'm not a fan of the fact that it's going to be really hard to, to put her in serious situations. Almost the polar opposite of kind of how a lot of people feel about Alexa Bliss. But I have two major things to say about her first and foremost they from every report you'll read you cannot find a better person a more caring a more supportive a more loving a more passionate person on that roster male or female than nikki cross so first and foremost i'm happy for the human because nothing is earned or nothing is earned or deserved in wrestling because Everybody's doing the same things and one person picks and chooses. But if as a person she deserves all that's all this good happening to her. But secondly, uh Killian Dane, Big Damo, her husband, her real life husband by the way, tweeted out something earlier today. And man, I, when I say it really made me think. It I had to kind of step back and be like that. This is this is real as hell. He says, and he has a picture of her holding the women's championship that she won at the end of Raw in the crowd. And he says, and I quote, it wasn't working, but you didn't cry, didn't get salty online, didn't hate on your peer success. Instead, you worked crazy hard in the gym and you worked crazy hard in the ring. You went above and beyond to get this pitch right, and you nailed it. You finished this day as a WWE champion. Now, I know he didn't mean that as a shot, but it is, and it should be, because, again, I'm not talking conjecture here. I'm not talking opinions. I'm talking facts. The fact is... That Nikki Cross was an, has been an afterthought for the almost the entirety of her run 
in WWE. On NXT, she was thrown last minute insanity. Again, this is fact. She was not meant to be in the original sanity. She was thrown in last minute. But worked hard enough, got over enough where she became the big part of sanity. She was not called up with sanity. When they got caught up to the main roster, she was left in NXT. They needed established women to help bridge the gap. When she got caught up to the main roster, she was a crazy person. She was completely separate from Sanity, yet had the same gimmick. Wasn't winning, wasn't doing anything. Finds Alexa Bliss, and everybody's waiting for Alexa to turn on her because, well, Alexa turns on everybody, right, at the time. They worked. Became a great tag team. Former women's tag team champions. Hmm. Nikki then gets put in a situation to have multiple world championship matches with Bailey. Again, we're thinking Alexa is the star of the tag team. Nikki's getting the push. Which led to the whole Alexa getting embedded by the fiend. And next thing you know, once again, Nikki's left without a storyline and she languished and she languished falls into gets put on the raw and falls into this well you, you know what I can beat you Rhea I can beat you Charlotte and just is almost cannon fodder for that feud until she randomly decides to put a fucking cape on and say I believe I'm a superhero well no I'm almost a superhero now Again, I'm speaking facts. I'm not speaking any conjecture. This is all stuff that you can record it, that is recorded in history, and you can go back and see happened or read happened. I'm speaking facts here. I want to speak conjecture because y'all like to speak conjecture to make your points. I'm not trying to make a point. I'm trying to show truth. Nikki had apparently been working on this gimmick for months. Backstage events. Backstage with the writers. That's the reason they got on TV. She pitched it. She came up with it. She worked on it. And you know what? As stupid as I think it is, it's getting over it. I'm sorry. It's gotten over. It's gotten so over with the fans. Hell, it's gotten so over with the back events. She was picked to win Money in the Bank and chosen to win the World Championship over Charlotte Flair. Now, I know this is the third time getting beat down for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Ooh, it's rough, Charlotte. But she is there. Is, remember, Sasha's gone. Bailey's gone. Becky's gone. Charlotte and, Be- and Bianca are it. They are the stars. Nikki's went over. Nikki is your Raw Women's Champion. So I think about what Damo said, and then it goes back to me thinking that it was a shot. And the reason I say it's a shot, because Damo was one of the unfortunate and ridiculously stupid releases. But, how many people that have been released from WWE have gone on the tour of trashing them? Or, some of them aren't necessarily trying to trash them, but speaking their truth about how things didn't work the way they wanted them to work. Because everybody, it's the difference between saying what happened... And going out of your way to trash them. 
There's a difference. There are people that do both. There are people that do one or the other. But how many people do you see do that? How many people do you hear about who, I'll give you examples. Peyton Royce said, I was asked, did I have, what, what are my hobbies? Did I have anything I wanted to pitch? I didn't have anything. I said I was boring. Why do you think you're not being used? You have to take some pride in your career. Now then, you have people like Chelsea Green who pitched everything. You have people like Tucker, a.k.a. Levi Cooper, who pitched everything. The pitches were dumb and stupid. Some of Chelsea's were pretty decent. I give her that. Some of them, some of Chelsea's were interesting. But it didn't work. But you know what? Nikki Cross did... I, it looks like Nikki Cross did one thing differently than a lot of other people. Not all. Not all. Because we have proof that some people did everything they could and it just didn't work. But a lot of other ones, I can say. Nikki was patient and didn't and wasn't a person who was so upset with their position. They just kind of languished. She bit her time. She did the job. She worked hard. She showed how good she could be. And boom, world champion. It reminds me a lot, very different situations, but it reminds me a lot of Jinder Mahal. I know y'all hate it. And my good friend, the doc, Chad Matthews, hates it. But again, nothing is earned or deserved. But Jinder, when he came back, showed, I've changed my physique. I've changed the way I work. I've changed the way that, you know, everything I do backstage I've taken this a lot more seriously I'm going to show you I'm worthy of an opportunity <laughs> Nikki Cross said the same thing she was rewarded with the championship that's I think that's a lesson to a lot of people you know if Vince wants to release you he's going to release you there's nothing you can do about that but ultimately you can take your career in your own hands and if that still doesn't work, you can walk away 100% saying, I did all I could, and I wish you the best of luck at whatever company you go to. I'll support the hell out of you. But you got other people, they get a check. And I'm not going to name any names, but you know, things aren't too sweet right now, if you know what I mean. Speaking of Money in the Bank and the Dev and the Women's Champion, shout out to the most deserving, and I know nobody's deserving, but man, a guy that I think everybody wants to see make it and ascend to the top of the company. I love me some Ettore Win. I love me some Big E. Everybody seems to love them some Big E. He is so loved, and same, you can say the same about Nikki Cross. I don't know if he should go after Lashley. A lot of people think with the whole New Day uh, situation with Lashley, that that would be the perfect thing. That would be fun. Um, but I don't think Lashley should lose right now. I also think Big E and Roman have been slow burning for almost a year now. That that would be such a great thing to see. Preferably out of Mania. Love to see it. Um, although we know what's happening at Mania if uh, Dwayne picks up the phone. And signs a check. Um, or the contract rather. But nonetheless. I'm, I'm hoping and I'm pretty sure Big E is going to be world champion by the end of 20. 
by the end of 2021, at least, if not, at least by the end of 2021, if not, by this time next year, he's going to be a world champion. Now, Money in the Bank, a lot of people feel... I think it's 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 I think it's taking the place of the King of the Ring as the fifth of the the big five. I know that the big four, Money in the Bank, I think has earned its right to, to be put in the same breath as those big four, if not added to the, to make it a big five. Um, but this goes to show you how good Money in the Bank can be, how compelling Money in the Bank can be. Um, and you know, I was concerned about the women's money in the bank ladder match, not because I didn't trust women, but because throwing Natty and Tamina in their last minute just didn't seem to bode well for the match because they had done nothing particularly to earn it. And I didn't like the idea of, of I don't know, in many situations it's good, but in this particular situation, Natty and Tamina as tag team champs being thrown in there. But you look at the re-up of SmackDown with women after the, again, the stupid, ridiculous releases. You got Tegan Knox now. You got Shotzi now. You got Tony Storm debuting this Friday. You got Naomi coming over. Zelina Vega got rehired. There's a lot to work with for Bianca Belair, who is, again, people like to add or try to say that there are, WWE hasn't made new stars. Bianca, you continue to overlook the women you continue to overlook the women of color in these conversations and y'all telling on yourselves. Bianca Belair is a star. Bianca Belair is a superstar. Bianca Belair is a made star that WWE has made in recent years. I mean, besides Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean, don't call me, John, don't call me Dean Ambrose Moxley. Could go on. But yeah. WWE makes stars. Y'all just don't want to be stars because you bitch and complain that Vince doesn't put them in situations, but dog, 95% of the year, 95% of the year, for 10 months of the year, these guys are pushed and you bitch incessantly about how that this, this person lost this match this way where he's buried. Well, this person beat this guy two weeks before he should have beat him where he's buried. And then they bring back Edge, Goldberg, and John Cena, and y'all scream. We scream our, we scream out of our minds for them. And you wonder why these guys, other guys, aren't getting pushed. It's cause of us. It's cause of us. Go look at a segment with superstars. I'm talking about people that you know WWE pushes, full-time guys. And then go look at a segment with Goldberg or Cena, or or Edge, or any of any of any other attitude error or ruthless aggression error guy coming back and wonder why these guys keep coming back to be pushed it's our fault y'all but of course y'all don't want to hear that it's cool it's cool i see through it but you know what rock out live your life i'm not complaining it's it's the middle of the summer my birthday just passed Trying to live my best life. You know, I got my ProSNTs.com slash the chair shop merchandise on. So, I had a blast. SmackDown was the most fun I've had in months, if not, oh, since, if not since the damn pandemic. My daughter had a blast. Money in the Bank was a fantastic show. My daughter screamed out of her lungs 
when Big E won. Uh, Monday Night Raw was very good. I ain't worried about y'all. You want to be miserable? That's fine. I'm over here enjoying life. In fact, AEW's been great. NXT, I'm recording this on Tuesday night. NXT, can't wait. Tomorrow night, Fighter Fest 2. Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, can't wait. Wrestling is great right now, y'all. The Switchblade is an impact. They making me care about Impact now. By the way, apparently Impact got a... We finally got a Black Bullet Club member. Huh. About time. But the Bullet Club don't matter. Yeah, because they got a black guy now. Alright. I see through it. Just had to get some of these thoughts off my chest. I appreciate y'all. Please, please, please check out all of the fantastic articles. All the fantastic news, reviews, articles, and opinions. I think they did it right, Chris. We have here at the Chair Shot. Especially on Chair Shot Radio. Every, every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, we got something for you. If it's not Patrick O'Dowd and Dave Ungar, it's PC Tunney. Or it's the head honcho Greg DeMarco with with also P.O.D. and Miranda Morales. Or you got you got your boy and uh, Mags, the podfather, who's killing it with like 75 shows. Everybody's out here doing their best. Um, come check your boys out. Come check your girls out. Come check your website out. TheChairShot.com. It's, you know, we got a million slogans. I don't know. It takes plat. You'll hear it. I'll put the drop in somewhere. But uh, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us. Of course, follow us at Chairshot Media. I am at It's Ray Cash. That's R E Y as in Mysterio, C A S H as in Dollars. Shout out to the Usos, Seven Times Baby. And uh, yeah, man, I'm out of here. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Go listen to the Outsiders Edge. Support my boy Kyle. He is doing great work and uh yeah i'll see y'all when i see y'all